You're listening to This Week in Wrestling with Scowls and Shadow, a production of Off the Top. Hey guys, Scowls here, joined by Shadow. What's going on, Shadow? Not much, man. How about you? Not much, not much. I want to welcome you guys to the first episode of This Week in Wrestling. It is a new show that we are going to be putting out every Sunday night. Um, just recapping what happened in the previous week of WWE and AEW, and just giving our feedback on what we thought happened. So, yeah, it's going to be a good concept, I think, going forward for people that don't get a chance to catch it all. Yeah, I mean, eventually we will add a little bit more to it, but right now we're just going to start off with a brief summary of the main points that happen in each show, so we don't take up too much of your time. So, um, before we start, um, there is some somber news, and we do want to send out our thoughts and prayers to uh, Scott, Hall, Scott Hall's family. Um he is right now uh, suffering and he's on life support. So we're just hoping that um, everything goes out to his family. We're hoping that he makes it through and we get to see him on the other side of it. That's crazy. I think uh, it's being reported that he took, what, three heart attacks? Unfortunately. Yeah, he um, slipped and fell last week. He had hip surgery to repair it. After the surgery, there were some complications and he suffered a blood clot, which led to three heart attacks. And now he's on life support. So, thoughts and prayers with him and his family right now. So, um, let's start off with uh, Monday Night Raw on some more brighter news. Um, Shadow really didn't watch the show this week, so I'm going to run down some of the main points that I that I took away. Um, I'm very happy to see RK Bro winning the tag team titles again. It was probably one. Of, it was it was such a good match. Like between the action between all three of them, between the three teams, it was just so good. If you missed it, this is one match that I do suggest you go watch from last week. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but, um, you know, I caught things here and there. Um, the biggest thing for me that I heard coming off the show was apparently Randy Orton using the word friend, which is completely out of character. It is. It's the first time that he's ever called anybody a friend on TV and in WWE, so it is It is pretty big. But it's definitely awesome to hear and see. Um, we had an appearance by the NXT champion, uh, Braun Breaker, teaming up with Tommaso Ciampa, going up against the Dirty Dogs. Uh, this was a good back-and-forth match. Braun had a great showing in his, in his Raw debut, and they ended up picking up the win. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good... Uh... A little uh, exposure for Braun Breaker coming up. And yeah, I mean, showing showing some stuff. I like the guy. Um, I like what he brings. His uh, his athletic ability. Um, he's actually pretty decent on the mic. Um, he's only getting it better, and it's just something that I think they need. They need to build new stars, and he is going to be a star. Hundred percent. You know, we we talked about it in the past when we talked about NXT. Where we think he's going, right? So, yeah, I mean, I have my predictions on what I think they should do with him. Um, there are rumors that they that he is being fast tracked to the main roster, so we could see him up there sooner than later. I don't personally like that. I would rather have, see him down in NXT 2.0 to build up um, his build up his following right. down there and to help build NXT's numbers. But they're gonna do what they want to do anyway, you know. Yeah. I think we're past the uh, the old days of building up who is who now. And, mm -hmm. uh, 
not allowing wrestlers really to dictate where they go at this point. Because um, I'm pretty sure in the past we've had Johnny Gargano and you know them dictate that they just want to stay on AEW or a- NXT. Excuse me. NXT. Yeah. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa was one of those people that wanted to stay down there. It is something that has changed recently for him. Um, he seems to be doing better and is more willing to move around. So that's the reason why we've seen him up on Monday Night Raw in the recent weeks. Right. Um, I am liking what they're doing with Finn Balor. Um, I am very excited to see him as the U.S. champ. Um, This week's match was really good. He was going to go for the coup de grace, and all of a sudden Damon Priest pulled a Houdini act and just appeared out of nowhere and then caused the DQ. Um, Balor retained his belt. And I feel like we're gonna we're setting up for these two at WrestleMania. Uh yeah, uh, I think Balor definitely deserves the uh, championship. They don't really see, unfortunately, they don't see him as the the big guy as we've seen in the past there when he went against Roman Reigns and all that. But that's a whole different story, right? But well, I mean, only time will tell what they think. Um, we don't know what they're going to be doing with the belts. We don't know how they're gonna handle it if the titles get unified. So we just have to see what's going on with it. Um, he could be back in the title picture and they're doing this to make him credible. Yeah. I mean, the United States title and the Intercontinental title have proven in the past to be a placeholder belt, if you will, for a guy that they view as the next, in a sort of a next champion. Yeah. It's something that they're working on, um, building the prestige back up for those two. Uh, we'll talk about more with the IC with, uh, SmackDown. But I do like what they have been doing with those belts the last couple of weeks. It's been good. Uh, and the last thing that I feel is noteworthy from Raw is uh, the fallout from when Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins lost. Uh, KO seemed to be a little bit of a lost puppy going around in the back. And he goes, I know what I have to do. Comes out to the ring, gives this whole drawn out speech, um, passionate promo. I felt I actually liked the way that he did it. A lot of people didn't enjoy it as much. Um and I do like how he he did have hints in there of who he was calling out. I just I wish he would have not actually said it, just inferred it, and made people realize who he was trying to ask. But that's just my opinion on it. Otherwise, I thought it was a pretty good promo to end the show. Yeah, it was an excellent promo. I mean, there's not many people that are great on the mic like like Kevin is, and him calling out, you know, one of the greatest Texans of all time, and one of the greatest superstars of all time. I think it's going to be good. I hope it leads it to a match. As it stands right now, it is just a KO show. But uh... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think it's going to end up being more than just a KO show. Um, we are going to see some physical activity between the two, and I think it's going to be kind of a passing of a torch to from Stone Cold to KO with the stunner. Oh yeah, that, that's definitely a good point there. So, overall, Monday Night um, has actually been one of the better shows to watch recently. There are a lot of things in there that are hit or miss 24-7. Um, the, between that and everything else they're doing with the um, women's tag teams, how they're just putting some together. So, there are a lot of things that are not that good. But, overall, Raw has been a pretty good show for the last couple of weeks since the Rumble, in my opinion. I've been, I, I'm going to disagree with that. I think Raw is at its worst standpoint, and it's been in forever. 
uh, it just doesn't seem like it's treading the water properly as the quote unquote flagship show at this point. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, we're coming up to the end of the um, season, as WWE likes to call it. So yeah, they hopefully... used they used to do the mania as the reset and the starting point, but it seems now with the draft in October, they're feeling like that's like how they do like seasons for television. So I don't know. Right. It's like it's like maybe this is the halfway point and they're doing a reset because it is six months in. Um, I just don't know what they classify it as anymore. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm hoping that after Mania, we start getting at least Raw. Because SmackDown's been great, in my opinion. But uh, we'll get to that when we get to SmackDown. Uh, Raw needs a refreshment somehow with storylines big time. Oh, that's... I th- we're in different boats with this one because I feel like Raw has been more watchable than SmackDown lately. Fair enough, fair enough, right? That's that's the fun of it. Um, so now we'll move on to NXT, which this week um, was just an unbelievable show from top to bottom. It was they had three different title matches. You had so much going on between all of the setups with Mandy Rose having Troxxas Traction take people out. Um, the main thing that I took away from this, obviously, was the NXT Championship triple threat match. And this match was amazing. And it just, the sheer shock factor of what happened at the end will just leave you speechless, because it did for me. Yeah. It's great. Um, did, did you watch it at all? What match again? The NXT Championship. No. No, I didn't. Okay, so there's a new NXT champion. Um, Dolph Ziggler did pin Tommaso Ciampa to take the belt off of Braun Breaker. Um, I was not too excited with the decision. I feel that they should have kept the belt on him longer. But if they are going to lead to where Breaker wins it back at either Stand and Deliver or Mania, I can see it as a good building point to give him another notch in that belt of taking it off one of the main rosters wrestlers right i feel like if they if they wanted braun to lose too they shouldn't have uh made him lose to a main roster even though i think dolph deserves you know world title and obviously on the other shows he's not going to be that because of who is the world champions but uh i felt like if you're trying to build stars you need to build somebody within the same brand well, I mean, that was part of the thing is that they kept it within – they kept him strong. He wasn't the one that was pinned. So they did still keep him strong by having Tommaso Ciampa get pinned because he could take the loss more than Braun can. Um, right. So I feel that they did right by him there. But right. there's really nobody else on the NXT that could do it. And you're not going to have Tommaso Ciampa win it to then lose it in two weeks again. You could do that to Dolph because he's well, established. That... You're not going to do that to Ciampa, especially if you are want to bring him up and build him there. Yeah. You're not going to have him win the title for a short, a short two-week span. No, that's what I was going to say too, right? You don't want mm-hmm. you don't want Ciampa to be the champ again, it's mainly if you're trying to move away from the black and gold guard, right? Like That was the face pretty much of the black and gold era for that championship other than Adam Cole. Right. So I could see why they they moved away from Ciampa being in the title picture. So overall, NXT I felt was um, 
was, like I said before, it was an amazing show. There was great action from top to bottom. Probably one of their best shows since going to the 2.0 moniker. Um, so I, I'm I'm excited at what they're doing, and it is probably one of my more favorite nights of wrestling. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sold on the 2.0 moniker, but yeah, it's because you don't like the colors. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you're, you're you're like half of the IWC who doesn't see past the colors and just wants to hate because they went to the Nickelodeon theme as people are calling it. I, I never said I hated it. I just I'm said I didn't not, like it. Right. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying that's the general consensus is people don't want to watch it because of that. Which that's you don't I watch because of that. Like you watch because right, of, of good wrestling. You watch because of stories. You don't watch because of the stupid colors around the ring. Right. I just <laughs> think maybe it's because I don't know a lot of the 2.0 guys. Right. Well, right. So the way you get to know them is by watching. Right. I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there when I get to NXT. Um. So now we'll move along to AEW. Um. Did you watch Dynamite this week? Uh, I was at I was at uh, my son's playoff hockey game, but I caught bits and pieces of it while I could. So they so. opened up the show with Eddie with Jericho coming out. Uh, calling out Eddie so that he could bring him down to the ring, shake his hand, and, you know, make up for not doing it at Revolution. And then, as they're doing that, all of a sudden, you have... Um, who is the ones that came down? I forget who came running down. But they came down, and they started to attack Jericho and Eddie and then Jericho turned Jericho hit Eddie turned on proud and powerful out comes Jake Hager Jake Hager looks like he's gonna he's very confused he doesn't know what he's gonna do all of a sudden Jake Hager helps Jericho and we have a new faction that was formed so the inner circle is dead Jericho's new group is called the Jericho's Appreciation Society so could have done better with the name uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's just boosting <laughs> Jericho's ego at this point. He could have done better with the abbreviation because what, what, what are you going to get from Jazz? Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. But overall, the way that they did it was great. Jericho has turned heel. Um, the fans love him like that. They like like how he acts when he's a heel. So I think it was a good move. I, um, I think with that, too, though, uh, with the inner circles breaking up, you can't have guys like Sammy Guevara being heel when they're complete faces. Like it just, I don't, I couldn't, I can't imagine Sammy as a heel, like a dark heel like Jericho likes to go. Well, Sammy's not in that group. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that's he was in the inner circle though, right? So right. Moving away from it isn't the end of the world. Unfortunately, like you said, unfortunately the name is just lack yeah. of better term shit. So. And then you had um, you had Jeff Hardy showing up to help save his brother, um, who decided to do a little dancing on the way down to the ring while his brother's getting his ass kicked. Uh, right, but I think I think for like four <laughs> days I heard you say he's not going to show up because that's the 90th day. It tech, I don't know. There was very mixed reviews There's, on that. It's a very big technicality somewhere, I'm sure, but uh, because. People are doing it probably based off of the time when he was le- released, but it's still not. They did it a day early. 
because a lot of people were saying in February a lot of people were saying the 90th day was the 16th and he'd be available to sign on the 17th or what the, day did on he the, on the get... 9th he was released on the 9th I think it was of December N 9th of December yes January 9th would be 30 would be thir would be 31 days right uh February being February February ninth would be would be sixty two days. March 9th would be ninety days. So that's the ninetieth day. He has a ninety day non compete, which means he could appear on the ninety first day. Unless we all just assume that means you can only appear on the ninety first no, day. No, they Not multiple places said it, so I don't know how they got away with it. So there probably was a technicality with the timing of when he was released, and that's what led to him, but. In February, everywhere was reporting he would not be able to show up until the tenth, and then all of a sudden, the day before he was showing up, there was reports that he's that he's able to. So, I don't know what happened, um, but unless I mean, maybe Vince, because they did him wrong, gave him the green light just to appear a day early, and they call it good. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's rumors that w that Vince is going to be suing AEW for. Oh, when we find that news out for sure, I'm sure we'll cover it. For uh, signing him before the 90 days was up. Because, you know, Jeff Hardy leaked it out about 10 days prior on a See, that's the thing, though. A, they just show. can't compete. Is there anything that says they can't sign a contract? Yeah, you can't do any, You can't have any contact with any other companies. Like, you can't officially sign with anybody else until that's over. Because you're technically legally under contract with them for those 90 days. Because you're still being paid by them. It's no different than the NBA poaching, in my opinion. Right, and teams but, get teams get fined for that and lose picks and everything else as well. Right, but that's what I'm saying. There's no difference. Yeah, but it is what it is. There is a it's schematic at this point, right? There, there is a difference with the NBA because those teams are all under one umbrella. These two organizations are not under the same umbrella. They're not owned by the same like commissioner, well, sure so to as, speak. As the but, weeks pass, we'll have more insight on it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it was great how he showed up. I liked how they did with um, Sting and Darby being out there for it because she knows Sting's history with Jeff Hardy from right. the, from the TNA days. So I did I like how they did that. Yeah, they did a standoff kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, they've worked together bef um, since that whole incident, so it's not like that's still lingering between those two. But I believe it was yesterday or today that marks the 11th anniversary of that. Yeah, it's it was pretty pretty ironic that it was almost the same time as he debuted yeah but uh we got to the tnt aren't we now yeah and then the last but not least was scorpio sky um facing off against sammy guevara in the main event for the tnt championship my opinion on this match i didn't watch it but i have an opinion on it is that uh scorpio is going to be a transitional champion because they didn't want uh warlow take it from Sammy because they're building Sammy as one of the big four of the company right eh, so I can see what you're saying with this but I don't think Warlow's winning it right away I don't I don't think he's winning it next week um, I think MJF because we haven't seen MJF since revolution right I think he's gonna come out and he's gonna cost Warlow the the belt Maybe I just feel like, uh, but it, like that, Sammy. You don't want Sammy to look weak against Warlow, even though 
it should be that way, but right from a company standpoint, you don't really want one of your biggest faces being demolished, right? So, but who knows? You know, we wait and see what Khan and their creative have to come up with. Um, I do like the fact that Scorpio Sky has said he's only going to be carrying one belt around, and he actually uh, donated the other belt to be on display someplace. I forget where it was, but he's going back to the one belt, which is great because they needed to do that. Carrying around two right. belts was a little bit ridiculous, in my opinion. Right. It very much is. It does make sense. Um... So, I mean, AEW, it was a, it was an enjoyable show. Um, you get the pop from Jeff Hardy, which is what AEW is known for. They're known for their surprise returns and building up off of that. So now we just have to see what they do going forward with the Hardys. Yeah, I think uh, the Hardys are going to be out. They win the gold that they need to win. And then I believe within the year, we'll see them both retire from professional wrestling. Yeah, I think that's going to happen sooner than later. That's why I say within the year, right? Because it all depends on how long they're going to do this story. Mm -hmm. Defend, you know. Can't just hand the Hardy Boys a tag team title match. you got to at least build some kind of story to it. And last but not least, we're going to head over to um, Friday Night Smackdown. Uh, this show was pretty decent, um, but we do have some some sad news coming out from the show. There was a match between the New Day, which was Big E and Kofi Kingston taking on Ridge Holland and Sheamus with uh, Pete Dunne, mm. also known as Butch, in their corner. That, I don't like that, but anyway. So, before we get into the, the sad news, they did say during the interview that his nickname is Butch. They didn't okay. say they didn't say that his name was Butch, and I think that's what a lot of people are missing from everything I've been reading everywhere. They're missing that point where they said his nickname is Butch. Okay, if they if it's just a nickname, and you know it's not a ring name, and they actually allow him to keep Pete Dunn, I'm okay with it. Yeah, because right? I mean, you have Seth freaking Rollins, why not have Pete Butch Dunn? Right, right. So it's fine if they start calling him Pete Dunn and his nickname is Butch, but he's also he also said that his nick that he's known to them as Butch. So if he ever breaks away from them, he could use his name. So they didn't cool. they didn't call him that. So I'm excited to see what happens from this because those three together I think are actually going to be pretty damn cool, um, especially with the fact that there are ties from NXT with Rich Holland and Pete Dunn. So I'm excited right. to see what they do with these three. Um. Unfortunately, during the match, there was um, a belly-to-belly -belly suplex by Ridge Holland on Big E that did not go as planned. Big E was dropped right on his head. Um, went, I believe fracturing C1 and C3. Uh, went, yeah, he, he went limp. Um, he did not move for the rest of the match. Thankfully, the match only ended about 30 seconds later, so there was some... Everybody was concerned about Big E. He went to the hospital. They did x-rays. As Shadow has said, they did. he did fracture two of his vertebrae in his neck. It was the C1 and C6. There is, oh, C1 and C6, okay. There is no spinal damage. 
There is no damage to any ligaments or anything. There is no displacement. So as of now, he does not need any surgery, which is right. which is a and saving grace in this because that cuts down the recovery time significantly. Right, but let's not take away from the fact, and obviously we don't want this to happen to Biggie, but injuries like this can have a long-term effect as well. Correct, because... So... If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, these are the same two that Stone Cold injured when he broke his neck. From yeah, Omaha. something like that. It and was, uh, he really wasn't the same after that in the ring. So I mean, judging by what Biggie is saying, on a non-contact level, he could return in six months. But to be fully healed, I would give. We're not going to see him back till next Mania. Right, and that's that was part of the issue with Stone Cold is that he rushed back. He didn't take the full time to heal. So as much as we all love seeing Big E on our, t- on our TV screens, we wish him a speedy recovery. We wish that everything goes well for him. But take the time you need to rest and get healthy and get proper. Yeah, there's no reason to rush back. Um, outside of that match, there was the... Uh, Match between Ricochet and Sami Zayn. Ricochet has retained his Intercontinental belt over him. Um, Sami Zayn's life is kind of in a downward spiral, spiral because of um, Johnny Knoxville, who earlier in the day took out a plane and put Sami Zayn's number at the back of it. So Sami Zayn has released has received about eh, I think he said like eleven thousand between eleven thousand text messages video calls and phone calls. Yeah, that's insane. I I don't like how we're going to have two celebrities appearing at Mania in a role like this because I feel like that's where it's going. I mean, it's WrestleMania. That's what they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sold on uh, Sam getting to have to stick around with um, Mr. Knoxville at this age. But, yeah, whatever lines their pockets, right? Gotta do where the money takes you. So, I mean, overall, SmackDown was really good. They ended the show with um, Charlotte and uh, Ronda fighting backstage. Um, It was actually a pretty decent brawl. It was similar to the one they had when it was the triple threat for uh, setting up for Mania a couple years ago. Um... This one was a little more realistic, in my opinion, than that one. So, overall, I thought it was pretty good between what they did. It got me a little bit more invested in the feud between them two, because up until this point, there really was nothing to be invested with. The the thing that's pissing me off about Ronda being back and in the title picture is that she just kind of wants us all to forget that she was completely, uh, I don't know, ignorant towards, quote-unquote, Mark's. You know, calling us stupid, basically, and degrading us. I, I understand that might have been the heel nature in her, but it, you, you can't play out that that didn't happen. You know well, what I mean? Blame, just, w, blame WWE for that, for bringing her in as a face. Yeah, well, WWE has a great way of erasing history. So. Yeah, we all know that. But anyhow, that's, uh, that's a different topic for another day. But, um... Overall, I felt like this week was a pretty good week in wrestling between all the different brands and the different shows. Um, 
the next few weeks are definitely things are going to start ramping up. Yeah, especially, uh, especially going into Mania season, um, we're going to see some good matches. Hopefully, we're going to see some good storylines developed, and we're going to lead. What do we got left? Three. So you have three shows each. You have three shows each up until Mania. So should be interesting. And then a couple weekends from right now, I'll be attending a live event. Or actually, the weekend before Mania, I'll be attending a live event. So should be interesting to see the storylines at that point when we get to the house show. Yeah, it'd be good to get some feedback on those actual shows and give a little uh, insight as to what happens at the house shows. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. This would be first time, obviously, since the pandemic hit that uh, me and my family are able to attend a live event. So I look forward to it. Well, I just want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Um, I hope you enjoyed our first episode of this. This is something we're going to look forward to doing um, on a weekly basis. So make sure you follow uh, us, whether it is on Apple or Spotify, and just subscribe so you can get the notifications of when our new episodes go live. And uh, we're going to get better at making this a lot fluider. Don't worry, guys. It's, it's pretty late at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are we are just starting with this, so it is something that we are getting used to. Um, this also was recorded a lot later than we intended. Things do happen, um, but we wanted to make sure that we got this out to you and got the process started so you guys can see um, what we are all about. So, it's been a good night. It's been a good week. Let's, uh, let's have another good wrestling week here. And we'll catch you back again next week.